episode 12, People Pleasers. Hello, my name is Angela. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I am a wife, I am a mother of four, and I am a stepmother of three. I was married for 14 years when I began to learn the secrets my now ex-husband had been keeping from me, all starting with his affair. My world, my identity, my worth were all in question. I didn't know or trust anything. But through that tragedy, something amazing happened. I found myself and I began to learn how to truly love the person I saw in the mirror. It's not a destination. It's a journey. However, now I can honestly say that I am a beautiful, strong, intelligent, and brave daughter of God. I am a trauma survivor and thriver, as well as a certified life coach. I want to share my story, as well as my experiences and what I've learned, to bring others hope, healing, and help. So come with me, and together we can find courage in betrayal. Today, I want to talk about people-pleasing. The reason I want to talk about this is because this topic has nothing to do with your partner or really betrayal at all, but it has everything to do with you and finding who you are. First of all, what qualifies someone as a people-pleaser? Usually, a people-pleaser is someone who avoids conflict, feels happy when other people are happy, doesn't have strong opposing opinions, hates making decisions, is easygoing, a good listener, can read people and their emotions, and prioritizes everyone and their needs before their own. If I'm honest, I always thought those were good qualities and something to strive for. That sounded like a really good friend, wife, and mother to me. But when I began to look a little closer and look at how it made me feel, it didn't look as pretty. A people pleaser doesn't do all these things out of the goodness of our hearts, but because we need to be loved and valued for them. When we don't get what we are hoping for in return, we feel resentful, disappointed, and angry. But it isn't because anybody did something to us, but because our expectations have not been met. Okay, so blame it on Disney princesses, childhood trauma, or simply that's how I was born. But for most of my life, I believed that true love was giving and caring for another person more than you care for yourself. Therefore, if I chose to love someone, in essence, that means I would be willing to die for them, right? Well, the other side of that coin is I expected the person I chose to love to love me back in the same way. It was an unspoken arrangement. I die for you and you die for me. Now I'm not talking literally, but if I give to you and you love me, then you will give to me because that is love. However, if I did not receive that in return, well then you must not really love me as much as I love you. And then I began to blame myself because I must have done something to cause that. Now that starts to go into more issues than just simple people-pleasing, but you get the point. People-pleasing is pretend kindness. On the surface, it appears loving and kind, but it is actually built on a foundation of withholding and concealing who we really are and what we really want. There are many different ways to categorize or define people-pleasing, so let me try to break it down. 
People pleasing is not necessarily caring and loving others more than you care about yourself, although that plays a part, but it is more specifically sacrificing, silencing, or withholding your hopes, needs, and desires with the expectation that it will be returned to you in some form or fashion. Most of the time, codependency and people-pleasing are two sides of the same coin. You may, on occasion, find one without the other, but usually the reason or the why behind people-pleasing is codependency. The reason we are trying to please in the first place is because we want and need to be seen, loved, and valued by someone else. That is literally the definition of codependency. Now, when we act in a particular way so that others will be pleased with us, that is not the same as being kind just for the sake of being kind. Love and true kindness is honesty and showing up with authenticity. When we are more concerned about being liked than being honest, that is not kindness. Some of the ways people pleasers can get stuck is by seeing things through a short lens. This is done by avoiding conflict or awkward situations. Let me give an example. I want you to either remember or imagine being a teenager in high school. Now, there's a boy in one of your classes that you can tell has had a crush on you, but you do not share these same feelings. However, one day he finally gets the nerve to come up and ask you for your number. Do you... One, quickly grab a friend and walk away in the opposite direction, hoping he will not follow you. Two, lie and make up some excuse about why you cannot give him your number. Three, give him your number, but plan on ghosting him the moment he tries to call or text you. Or four, politely tell him to his face that you have no interest in any relationship, including a friendship. And although you appreciate the gesture, you are not open to finding out if there could be more. Now, if you struggle with people-pleasing, number four will be difficult even to hear. I had a hard time saying it. It feels so mean. Yet, this is true kindness. The other options are just avoiding and hoping you won't have to deal with it ever. When you withhold or conceal something because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, The truth is, is you don't have any control over how they feel. Therefore, the only feelings that are really being considered are your feelings of being uncomfortable right now. This is what I mean by getting stuck in this short lens. We're not considering how avoiding and withholding our true feelings and thoughts will hurt or impact anyone later because we are only looking at how it will hurt them right now. True kindness and love means being honest and real for the bigger picture. The phrase, I don't want to hurt their feelings, isn't really true. We just don't want to face and see it. We are trying to avoid hurting feelings, which isn't the same as not hurting in the first place. It is simply running away from it, hoping it will solve itself. Yes, feelings may get hurt, but that is not our responsibility for how anyone else feels. It is only our responsibility to be authentic and honest. People pleasers can also get stuck because of fear. 
We, in essence, silence our thoughts, feelings, and needs because we are afraid that if we are honest and real, we won't be loved and accepted. We purposely put on a mask in an attempt to be accepted and loved. Then, while wearing our mask of kindness and selfishness for the sake of others, we begin to hold on to resentment for not being able to show up without the mask. We start to feel angry, disappointed, and begin to blame everyone else for the mask we wear. We do this by saying things to ourselves like, everyone takes advantage of my kindness, or I can't believe they can't see how hurt I am on the inside. People pleasers have this fantasy that someone will see past our mask and then see us for who we really are. But how would anybody do that? Nobody knows what is going on in anybody else's mind or body. We do not know what anybody else would really need or want from us unless they were honest and clear about what they need and want. So in reality, what actually ends up happening is we end up feeling unseen and alone. This is why resentment and anger begin to step in. We then blame everyone else for not loving us and seeing us. We become the victim that we are isolated and alone. We begin to feel sorry for ourselves and our circumstances and wish we could just be loved. Yet, we refuse to show up as our authentic selves because we are afraid of rejection. Therefore, it's so much easier to be the victim. The victim doesn't have to change. But the saddest part about it all is if and when we can show up authentically without the mask, that is the antidote of loneliness. If we want to be seen and accepted, then we have to be authentic and honest about what we want and who we are. All right, another way we can people please is to silence our thoughts, needs, or feelings in order to keep the peace. We don't want to make a big deal out of a situation, and it seems easier just to put it to the side and tell ourselves, I'll get over it eventually. But do we? Do we honestly get over it and forget it? Maybe for a little while, but then inevitably someone will say or do something and suddenly it all comes flooding back. Does that sound familiar to any of you? Because that was me. I avoided a lot of conflict because I didn't want a fight, but I held so much inside of me. For example, when I was married to my ex-husband, he worked a lot. He worked hard and provided well for our family, but he was never home. I tried for years by asking, bargaining, or even threatening him to come home earlier so we could sit and have dinner together as a family a few nights a week but it didn't matter how much I asked or how often we talked about it. Nothing ever changed. I decided I was going to give up and stop asking. But did I stop wanting him home? No. Although I didn't bring it up anymore, you can bet I still wished he would. But I told myself that I needed to pick my battles and this wasn't a battle worth fighting. However, a war began within myself. I would battle with myself that I needed to stand up for what I wanted and don't take no for an answer, while at the same time telling myself it's not a big deal, I can just do it without him. 
But when I stopped and asked the question, what peace or really whose peace was I keeping? It became very clear. I didn't want him to get mad or irritated with me. So I chose to put myself aside to keep the peace, but I wasn't feeling much peace. I chose that it was easier to hurt myself than to deal with his anger. I was avoiding his reaction and his behaviors because I thought that was better. But what I was telling him and myself is that I didn't matter as much as he did. It took me a long time to realize that if when he gets angry or upset, that behavior was not my responsibility to dissolve or avoid. I needed to have boundaries to protect myself if when he was angry, but we will discuss that in another episode. But what is important right now is to learn that we are not responsible for anyone else's feelings. We are only responsible for our own We cannot control if or when someone will be hurt or upset by something, just in the same way as we cannot control if someone will be happy, grateful, or loving. We have to understand that there is a big difference between considering feelings and feeling responsible for them. Of course, we should be considerate, but when we are only considering others' feelings, we then neglect our own. This then brings me to the next point I want to talk about, and that is to be a peacemaker. Isn't a peacemaker really just the same thing as a people pleaser, just with different words? I grew up hearing things like, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God, or that one of the easiest ways to identify a true follower of Jesus Christ is how compassionately that person treats another That was said by President Russell M. Nelson in his talk, Peacemakers Needed. I was taught that to care and love others is to care and love God. So I thought that meant that I needed to love everyone more than myself in order to love God properly. But I have since learned that I do not believe that that is what I or any of us are being asked. God commanded us to love thy neighbor as thyself, right? meaning we already love ourselves first. He never said, love thy neighbor more than thyself, but as thyself. Far too often, I forgot that part. I forgot that I mattered too. I don't matter more than anyone else, but I should matter just as much. This was a concept that has taken me a while to accept. It is selfish to put our needs before those around us, right? But what if we put our needs equal to those around us? Meaning, if I wouldn't say or do something to someone else, why am I doing or saying those things to myself and thinking that is what God is asking me to do? He is not asking us to hate ourselves and love everyone else, but yet that is what I was doing In a talk given by Elder Neil L. Anderson called Following Jesus, Being a Peacemaker, he said it this way, Peacemakers are not passive. They are persuasive in the Savior's way. This tells me that a peacemaker is considerate of feelings and looks for ways to compromise and find peace. 
but they do not roll over and allow someone else to dictate. They discuss and they look to come to an understanding. In essence, to be a peacemaker is to be someone who sets and holds boundaries. To be a peacemaker does not mean to let everyone else matter more than you, but to stand tall as a child of God and to be considerate. That is it. Consider how your actions, words, and choices will and can affect others. Consider their feelings, but we cannot take their agency away from them. They have their own choices to make, and hopefully they are considerate of us. But if they are not, it is not our job to give them permission to hurt us. That is not being a peacemaker, or at least that is not how I have come to understand and believe it to be. In all honesty, the kindest thing we can do is to be honest and authentic. When we are honest and authentic with ourselves and with those we are in contact with, even at the risk of being disliked or rejected for it, that is true kindness. Versus people-pleasing, which is just pretending to be kind so that we are liked. This might be hard to hear, as it was for me. My first reaction was to get defensive because I had told myself for so long I did all those things because I love them. But when I could be honest with myself, I saw the truth was that I did them because I wanted to be loved. I hope that this helps to see and understand where you may need to change and improve because as you do that, you will find who you really are and you will love her completely. Until next time, have courage, friends. Thank you for joining me here today. I just wanted to take a moment to ask if anything you heard or felt today resonated with you or helped you in any way, please take a moment to like, leave a review, or share this with a friend. That way, I can grow and reach more people and hopefully reach those that are needing it most. Thanks again. Have a wonderful day.